five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energy Podcast 22. Episode 22. Barry, how you doing? How's it going, Ross? Um, today I'm actually doing alright. I feel in the moment. Yeah, Barry, you weren't feeling well the last few days. No, um... Before we kick off that, when I go through what's going on. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Barry knows reading now what's going down today. Like, I write it down so I have to read it or else I'm throwing it out the window. Uh, on today's podcast, we're just going to go through what we got up during the week. As always, stay energised. Uh, also, we're going to be discussing all the stuff in the world of fighting and finish off with the world of football. Especially because Ireland are playing this week. So, come on, Ireland! Come on, you boys in green! Yeah, but... Uh, I was feeling you probably got did more productive stuff than me. So, do you want to kick off the show on a high? Because I'm uh, sort of taking it down a bit. All right, Grant. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Last this week, uh, I've done a bit of training. I, I did one relay session at one stage. I think I trained. I finished up at like twenty two in the morning. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, did a training session with Barber. So I've trained a few times this week. In terms of what things I did, oh, two of the girls left work. Uh, and I'm one of the lads left work in work, so there was a bit of a house party on Friday. Went to that, it was fairly loose. What's her names? Uh, Claire from Ackle, which is an island off Ireland, for anyone who's listening. I always make the joke that she has to show her passport coming up the mainland. Uh, one lad's called, just like, left, but he's an absolute legend, so I love him. And then one of the girls, Ted and Marie, is actually going to New York the day before. She's going there for the year. She wants to meet up with us. A year? There. Or for, I don't know, she got one of those gravi- graduate visas. Well, what's so, she doing over there? She's just, no, she's just going. Oh, she's just going for the crack? Yeah. Oh, deadly, yeah. Um, YOLO. So, gonna miss you guys, but I'm sure I'll still see you around anyway. We're gonna miss you. We're gonna miss you guys. <laughs> Don't come back. <laughs> I mean, do come back. I mean, <laughs> be happy. <laughs> that's, um, actually, that's actually, well, she's gonna be like, what's she gonna be doing in New York? Like, uh, oh, I haven't a clue. Imagine she had a gaff the first day. It's like, Alright <laughs> We just go there And like just KO yeah. I think uh, I don't know I think she's done A lot of waitressing And stuff for And she's done that She'll be grand She's good head On her shoulder So be, uh, Sure she'll be grand Yeah and then on Saturday Like I was so knackered After the party Because I went to work Saturday And then I was so knackered I like fell asleep At 11 o'clock You went there Saturday no? Yeah uh, How was that? Um, it was alright I'll I'll, I may as well bring it back A bit really What happened was last week When we were training right And like I was literally like this happens every time like I'm sort of like on a on a road to like doing well. Then like I was sick, I was in work and I was literally like falling asleep and my stomach was in bits. And then usually sometimes that's way when you like you pretend that you're sort of more sick than you are so you don't have to go to work. But like this time it was actually like, oh no, like I was literally I literally was sick, right? Got it off my sister, thanks a million if. But uh yeah, so I was literally like stuck in bed for like three days in a row. <laughs> and it's actually the worst crack you can have because like you wake up sort of early, your sleep is shit, and you also watch like I think I think I've completed YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've watched everything on YouTube. Who who your number who your top three recommendations on YouTube? Uh Casey Neistat, uh Energizer Ross and Barry, the YouTube channel. And uh I think Gary V, although like he sort of says the same thing all the time. Yeah, I like Gary V, but if you're ever hungover, he's the worst um, person in the world to watch. No, it's like it's like getting given out to by your parents, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, is that? It's like, like why are you working? Why are you crushing it? Crush it! It's like, calm down, Gary. <laughs> it's like, man, I'm crippled here. But, it's because uh, he doesn't drink, isn't it? Yeah, but what? He has well, a bit you... of wine and spits it out. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I ended up going playing poker on Friday, right? And I ended up winning it again. You did not, did you? Yeah, when I actually told, when I originally told Ross that I won, he was actually like, you're lying. 
But yeah, and I beat the same guy at the end again. And I was like, I'm your nemesis. <laughs> Good, if you haven't actually met Barry in person, right? He'll, he'll say things to you and you're just like, I can't believe you just said that. And he'll actually have you so annoyed. But you'll be so annoyed in a way that you can't actually be annoyed. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, you're being like a Wendy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're annoyed, then you're, it's your fault. You're yeah, annoyed. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wind up merchant. Yeah, oh, completely. Yeah. I've only played poker t- three times in the last two years. And it's been in the, like, the space of a month. And I'm about to win the competition twice. And the first time I played, I got knocked out first. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is going on? That's what? the Westbury Casino in Malahide for anyone who's looking in yeah. for a game. Yeah, Westbury Casino in Malahide, yeah. Barry Moore, Poker Shark. Yeah, man, I don't know what's next. I'm going to have to like play again now. Can't just quit now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's sort of fun on Saturday night. Although, like, Saturday night was just a bit of a mess because it was just like... Uh, like, you know what I mean? I was just like flat from the week. And then when you go out and then you're sort of chasing the night. But then, uh, what's it called? We ended up going go-karting on Sunday. And typical seats. Beep, beep. Yeah. You couldn't come because you're still saved for New York. Yeah. But like we went and it was only four of us on the track and the track was so big, right? And uh, two of the lads, like, I spun out straight away, well, basically straight away. And then like Bruno and Seifer went miles ahead. Lloyd went ahead. Then Lloyd spun out. And then, like, he waited for them to come back around. So it was, like, the three of them. And I was by myself for about 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> And the course was so long that I was just, like... It was, like, Mario Kart. But, like, I, yeah, I, I never you, caught up. Never. Yeah, but after you completed, like, three laps of the course, you're then, like, done. And you try and go as fast as you can yeah. to catch up. What? You're almost better yeah. off slowing down. Yeah, but, if, yeah, because if you think about it, everyone else has to pedal, pedal to the metal as yeah. well. Like, you know I mean? And it was just like I was waiting to catch up and never. You need up. them to make two mistakes before yeah, you can yeah, actually get yeah. up there. Yeah, you see, Lloyd was smart because when I went by him, I was like, right, he's gonna keep coming after me now. But he actually waited for the other two lads, and like, I, I like I was already coming last. So if I had waited, they would have done like lap me, and then like think about the slaggings I would have got. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was best off getting the photo, putting it up, being like dead last with the trophy, like, <laughs> you know I mean? like rather than the lads. Ah, uh, yeah, well, uh, look, you had a good time. Yeah, yeah but how, how was C for so good at it? And Lloyd, they were like, they were all like, oh, here we'll bet who's gonna win. And they're like, oh, Baz, you don't have to, you don't have to bet, because like you're gonna come last. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck is talking about? Like, I'm, I'm fucking winning this now. Like, and then it came last. <laughs> I don't know how. They how do they know? Like, how do they know? Oh, they, uh, it's as if they own a go kart. Yeah, I don't know. They must watch a lot of Formula One. They must know the, the angles to be taken on the corners. I don't know what it is. I, I just, I just drive as fast as I can and hope yeah. I don't spin out. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't like, like it wasn't as if I was driving through a field the wrong way or something. Like, I, I think the last time I did it, I came. I, I no, I was like third on the sheet, but then. Oh, no, I was told it came fourth. So I was, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like, I don't actually care enough to argue that I came third or yeah, fourth. Yeah. And it said my go kart recorded the fastest time around the track, and I was like, how the fuck can I be recording the fastest time? How would I go around the fastest to finish fourth? Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. No, like remember Lloyd and Seaver both came first and second last time as yeah. well. And then like your man, your man didn't like record Lloyd's times, so he's like, oh, sorry about that. Do you want a Mario's bar? <laughs> <laughs> and Lloyd was like, no. No, I was just like, what the fuck is that? Do you want a Mars bar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you actually did say that, yeah. I'm not even messing. Do you want a Mars bar? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a share of chocolate bar. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, yeah. It, yeah, I was, I was like, what are you talking about? But, uh, no, we went to Blue Bar after. It has to be, like, one of the most overrated places for food. It has to be. Yeah? Yeah, really, What's really you really go for? I got, uh, I got the, the, the seafood chowder, and I got it with, like, calamari, right? But uh, it was only alright. Very fishy. Very fishy, yeah. A lot of fish, actually. But Jeez, like, that's, that's, that's a brave move, going there, feeling sick and getting going for the fish. I know, yeah, but there wasn't much of a choice. I mean, like, there is a bit, but I was like, I don't want a burger. And then 
the calamari by itself would be too little, and then like at least if you have the soup. But like when they brought out the soup, they obviously just threw it in the microwave because there was there was skin on it. You know what I mean? Oh, I fucking hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That always looks scaldy. But then like Bruno got prawns, and then he got calamari, and Lloyd got the wings, and he got they were sort of like sharing and stuff. But like the wings, the wings are meant to be like one of the best in Dublin, and like it just looks like a load of ketchup all over them, really. And like the last like, do you want one, do you want one? I was like, no, I can't because if I eat them, I start like sweat. So also after the carton, you were literally dripping. My head was like so wet, and like my boxer was really wet. I was like, did I piss myself? But uh, <laughs> like, yeah. But so basically, the prawns, the prawns were like came from frozen. Basically, you could like taste it or something. Like, maybe it's because the last mentioned it first. But then like, uh, Jesus, here we go, Barry Moore Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was just like for a place that has like such a like good rep. Yeah, like a what, very do good. Do you think it had a good rep, and then might just let themselves slip because and like living off the yeah, rep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of things do. Like you get up to a really high level, and then like you're like, all right, let's try and make more money off this. So yeah, what? we'll get cheaper ingredients and keep the same prices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone already thinks the food's great. Yeah, yeah, but like I mean, I don't know, the lads are going nuts anyway. Tell you what, no, it was just like. Well, the lads say it was crap as well. Oh, because the lads were mad for that pit prom pill pill since we were away. Like, even though they were probably were mad for it beforehand, but like, like you could you could almost taste the ice like on the prawns a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. And Joe, you know right, your man, they, they were coming out with the drinks, and then your man like like knocked them all over the ground. I gave him a hand, not even for him asking. Should have given me a tip. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna have more to the story after you knocked all the drinks over. But all right, no, Lloyd and Steve were just moaning at each other the whole time, and I was just there winding them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, I was a little like, it, it, it seems as literally like, here, we just stopped going on about that. He was freaked. <laughs> Those who love absolutely hound each other, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, but it's very entertaining when they're at it. Oh, it's like, what's it called? It's like TV. They're like an old married couple. It's yeah. like a TV show. Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cat dog. Yeah. Oh, prior to that, like, prior to that, I had to go to the doctor's, get a doctor's. <laughs> and he was asking me how I'm getting on, and I was just like, grand, like, I mean, like I mean, well, like I was sick. Just like here, look, I have to just like start again. You know what I mean? It's it's actually is such a pain in the ass having to like go again. Like I know next time I'll go train, I'm gonna be like back doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like ah, oh, you won't be, man. You'll be doing well. Ah yeah. Well, sure, we're going away in a few weeks. I think it's like a little, a little over five weeks anyway. But um, and else you want to add in there, do? Uh, no, I think your story was really good, and like if I tell a story, it'd be shit compared to that. So uh, was good, yeah. Yeah. Well, well it was entertaining. We laughed a bit. Oh, well, that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, so basically, Barry Moore go kart and champion. Yeah, that's the, the song of the week. Yeah, on the best uh, coming last at go karting yeah. and uh, poker champ champ again. Like, I actually can't believe that's like people losing to me in poker. It's actually a joke. Like the like the first week I was getting all the cards, and then just like last week I was getting no cards. You know what I mean? Like so, it was t- two totally different games. Two totally, oh, different, two totally different. games But you won both anyway, man. And like, what do you want me to say? Well done, Moore. Yeah, but you didn't believe me, like. Yeah, well, like, in fairness, man, you have to cash the show for it, so that's all that matters. Yeah, that made it so much easier on the weekend. But we have a big week coming up this week, anyway. Big week. It is actually a big week, yeah. But uh, we should kick it off first with the world of fighting. Yeah. Uh, on Friday night, Conor McGregor did an, an evening with McGregor in the O2 in Glasgow. And um, some stuff made some headlines, some stuff didn't. Uh, Ross, you want to just... Discuss what, what happened over the, the night itself. Yeah, first of all, I'd like to say there wasn't a lot of photos uh, from the event, first yeah. starter. It wasn't very uh, well 
documented the event, which is quite rare compared to the last time he did one in Manchester, was it? Yeah. Well, that was yeah. all. That was all the, the Mayweather hype, though, as well. I think. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there was a lot less hype about it, and it was, I suppose, what the world of MMA needed during a week of no fighting in the yeah. UFC. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So. Um, Good point. Basically, the statements coming out were McGregor thinks he beat Mayweather in a rematch, and he also thinks the ref didn't give him a fair stretch in the fight or a fair, fair shot in the fight. Um, both comments I think are very typical of McGregor to make and <laughs> both I don't think are that overly true uh, from seeing the Mayweather fight I think the fought again the same thing would sort of happen again to be honest yeah yeah uh, and then he in terms of what's actually is true he's waiting to see what plays out this weekend at UFC 216 before he decides to make any calls on what he's going to do and where and when he will fight next um, a lot of talks are coming out that he John Kavanagh said he wants to fight in New York on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I heard that. What? Yeah, against Diaz three. That's like a. It just seems like such like a movie or something, doesn't it? It does. It does a bit. It seems a bit fairy tale. Does it? Um, definitely wouldn't be against it. No. Um, so it's, it's a wait though. Isn't I suppose it? we should really like squash the rumors. Like, there's absolutely zero trueness to UFC two nineteen. Sure is not. On uh, the thirty December. No, no, and it won't happen. I don't think so. Anyway, Conor McGregor has a kid this year, and it'll be kid's first Christmas. And I'll tell you, he wants to spend his kid or his first Christmas at home with his kid. And if he's fighting in Las Vegas on the thirtieth, he won't be spending Christmas no. day at home. No, so he's too much. He's, doing. Yeah, he's too much money to. Like, yeah, he has too much of a say to. Yeah. like do any favors to fight at Christmas time. Like, what's the difference if his bank balance goes up from what, like eighty to hundred million to like? 150 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't need the money right now, so he, yeah. can, wait, he can wait an extra two yeah. months. Sure, stock will probably go up the more you have to wait, really, isn't it? Yeah, put it, put it this way. His stock. Put it this way. If if I was sitting today with 80 grand in my bank and I was told I can have 85 grand in my bank if I work in January or I can have 78 grand and I work in next March, I'll be like, right, I'll have 78 grand thanks in my bank account and I'll have four months off thanks. That's basically that's basically what McGregor's been told. He's basically been told he's gonna to get the payday either way, so he might as well wait. But before we actually go move into the UFC two sixteen card, um, probably in an ideal world, the winner of Ferguson and Lee fights Diaz, and then the winner of that gets McGregor. Well, McGregor gets them. Potentially so, but I think it really depends on the outcome of the winner. I for I don't know why, but in my head. I can see a much higher possibility of Diaz Ferguson than Lee Diaz. Yeah. I don't know why. I feel like there's more of a beef between Ferguson and Diaz already there. I feel like Ferguson's stupid enough to take the Diaz fight over, like in front of a McGregor fight. I don't think Lee would take a Diaz fight. Do you know? What, no, I think. Well, I think he'd hold out for the McGregor fight if possible. Personally, but well, who knows? We'll get into this more yeah. as we move on through the card. Um. Just going to kick it off in the prelim, the prelim card, which is actually a good way to start tonight. Talos Leidis is fighting Brad Tavares. Um, Ross, what do you think about this? Tavares is coming off a good win after his last fight. Yeah, very strangely low on the card, but a very good fight. Um, two, I think, top 15 ranked middleweights. If I had to pick a winner, I'd pick Brad Tavares. He looked very impressive off his last fight. I think he'd be able to stop the takedown, and I think he has more on the feet. What do you um, think? It was funny how last time Tavares fought, we actually thought he was sort of finished, but then when he came in, it would go win. Who was it against uh, Theodore, was it? Yeah. Yeah, then uh, 
He actually quite impressive. Very yeah, he dominating. Sort of, he sort of beat Teodoro on the feet, and I thought Teodoro yeah. would be better on the feet. So yeah, it was pretty impressive. And like Teodoro was getting a slight push as well before yeah, that. Yeah, I haven't he heard was. him since. Yeah, well, in fairness, I think it's because he was very good looking and could control a few flashy kicks. People are like, right, next big thing. It's like, yeah. all right, lost. All right, back to the drawing board. Yeah. Although his record was impressive as well. Yeah, was it, it was. Like, yeah, ten and one or something. Yeah, uh, no, I think it was more of like a fourteen and two. But yeah, it was. Okay. It, it was decent anyway. <laughs> it, it, it was pushable. It wasn't. It was pushable. It wasn't Artem being like. 14, 11, and then... Oh, jeez. Yeah, but we love Artem all the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Artem's record's like a phone book. <laughs> uh, uh, the next fight after that, John Moraga versus Magomed uh, Bibliotov. Magomed Bibliotov is actually 14-0 in the UFC fight. Well, not all his wins are in the UFC fight division, but he's 14-0. He's one of those Russian prospects. And he could be one of the guys next to challenge for the flyweight belt, another one or two wins. So, look out for him, and I expect him to beat John Moraga. Uh, the fight after that is Walt Harris... Versus Mark Godbeer. What a second name, by the way. Godbeer. Yeah, he's got the belly to show for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in the heavyweight division. Yeah, I think Walt Harris is going to win. I've seen him fight a light heavyweight, but he looks much better at heavyweight. He's quite athletic, big big guy, so I think he throws a good few kicks. Well, I'm just going to say he's going to win, but realistically, it's irrelevant because neither of those two are ever going to be heavyweight champion of the world, so who cares? Yeah, but Godbeer could be the god of beer. Uh, <laughs> in the prelim card, women's strawweight. Pearl Gonzalez, uh, Gonzalez is fighting Paulina Botello. Uh, anything to say on this? Uh, all I know is that Pearl Gonzalez is the one who wasn't able to fight in New York for a while because she got a boob job and now she's fighting New York again. So um, I'm up for her because she got a boob job. <laughs> are they big? Are they? I don't actually think they are, no. Uh, in the lightweight division, Bobby Green's fighting fight Lando Venata. Now, this is a fight. This would be an absolute stand-up war. Bobby Green's one of those fellas who gets punched in the face and then he smiles and he goes, ha, it didn't hurt, even though it did actually wreck because Ed Barboza <laughs> absolutely buried him. Uh, Lando <laughs> Venata is like one of the kings of spinning shit and you knocked out Tony Ferguson before on short notice. Did he Did he not get like knocked out of the air or something? No? Yeah. yeah was that him, yeah? Wheel kicks, yeah? There we go. I knew the name was yeah, in my head. Yeah, yeah, So that, 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 that's a fight to watch. I'll, I'll actually be like, right, that's that's the one I'll make sure I see first, if, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh who are you going for that? Sorry, Bobby Green. Did you say? I didn't actually pick, but if I had to pick, I'd say Bobby Green. Okay. And the lightweight division, Will Brooks is fighting Nick Lentz. This he, should be all right as well. Yeah, Will Brooks for he needs a win. I think he's one and three in his UFC career. Where did like he come from? Division, Bellator. Bellator yeah. He was the Bellator champion as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, remember him coming he, in. He had like a win over Ross Pearson, and then he's lost a few since then. He lost to the Cowboy. Yeah. Brazilian Cowboy. Um. Yeah, I think Will Brooks will win this. Uh, he's trying to trying out of ATT and. I don't know. I just feel he doesn't have an excuse anymore. He can't like blame UFC jitters during that crack, so he has to go out and get the yeah, job done. No, very good point. Uh, featherweight division, Tom Dusnakoy is fighting Cody Statman. Uh, I'm, I'm backing the, the fireball kid, I think, is what they call him. Tom Dusnakoy, he looks very, very good. He's from France, and as far as I'm aware, he's doing a lot of training in Jackson Winklejohn. Yeah. And that's always a good place to get get you get the job done. He came over to the UFC as champ champ, didn't he? Yeah, I think it was champ champ out of cage wires if I'm not wrong. Yeah, he was looked very, very good and he's looked fairly decent. He had one bad round to start off his UFC career, but I, I think he always sort of gave someone the first fight and it's like yeah, doesn't yeah. count. So we'll, we'll see how he goes, but yeah, he's very highly touted. That's actually a decent fight kicking off the main card, isn't it? Yeah. Uh in the main card we have Benil Darius fighting Evan Durham. We all know who you like in this one, Basmo. Darius, yeah. Yeah, Darius. Um, very good grappler. Um, relentless with takedowns. Dunham's one of those like very unorthodox, sort of lanky fellas who 
It's very hard to put away. For some reason, I thought Evan Evan Dunham in this fight. I feel yeah. I feel I feel he'd be hard enough to take down, and I feel. Oh no! I think Dunham's riding on a higher wave going into the fight. That's a fair point, yeah. Um, and plus we might as well pick one against each other true yeah <laughs> um, also in the heavyweight division Fabrizio Verdum's taking on Derek Lewis Jeez, we had that fight already yeah <laughs> it's a bit of a thin card isn't it, it? Yeah, for, that's for the a thing, pay per view yeah. but in fairness very high oh, me and Barry were only saying this before we started doing the podcast if you actually took the titles out of the equation it's a very poor card isn't yeah, it yeah. and probably Verdum versus Lewis would probably be the main event wouldn't it if you actually took the titles oh, out of the yeah, equation oh yeah definitely yeah yeah but um I was about to say it would have been a fight night really, but like yeah. Demetrius Johnson on the card and Tony Ferguson, it doesn't really. It, yeah. It's more than a fight night. Yeah, uh, you could almost go UFC on Big Fox as opposed to pay per view, but yeah, not uh, a sniff on two seventeen. No, definitely not. Um, right, for Doom versus Lewis, I'm just gonna go on previous records that for Doom has beaten Hunt twice and Hunt has beaten Lewis. I'm gonna say for Doom is gonna win. I think he's a bit better everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, he's more yeah, like definitely better on the ground, and I I think in the stand up, for Doom's smart enough not to get hit. Like he's fought Overeem and not got knocked out by Overeem. Uh, he's fought Hunt and not got knocked out by Hunt. So therefore, he I feel fought like, Miocic. Yeah, he got knocked out by him though. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I just feel like he for, for Doom's fought, he's even beat Cain Velasquez. I feel like he's beaten yeah. enough guys like. And he fought uh, better Travis guys. Bra- he fought Travis Brown and not got knocked out by him. So I feel like he's good at. Not getting knocked out. So therefore, Derek Lewis's only method really to win seems to win by knockout. Yeah. But I think the only problem is for Verdum in this fight is that Derek Lewis's stamina issue won't come into play as effect because it's only a three-round fight. Three rounds, yeah. But I still think Verdum will get the job done. If Lewis is going to get it done, it's going to get it done early in the first, I think. Well, it's Verdum's last fight where he lost over to him. Oh, it was over him. Yeah, the second time around. It was over him last fight as well. Yeah. It was a decision, a majority decision. Yeah, two over him. Yeah. So he's coming off two losses. Yeah. No, one loss. But I won before that, he had a victory over Travis Brown. Oh, was it? Or remember he jumped across and he No, I remember, yeah. I remember that, yeah. yeah. Superman kick. Yeah. Uh, and then the one before that, he lost to... Oh, sorry, lost oh, the belt. So he lost the belt, beat Brown, lost over him. Okay. Uh, and then Derek Lewis' last fight, he lost to... Knocked out by Mark Hunt. Well, he more so died of exhaustion. Yeah. Hunt. I just think uh, looking at this really like Derek Lewis is like like he's sort of the funny guy you know what I mean yeah. but like he, like Verdun's like been around, all around the world really like you know what I mean yeah I'd put it this way Derek Lewis isn't going to be able to bring something that, that Verdun's yeah, never yeah, seen before yeah. but may, maybe that could like put him off because he he's not like that could put Verdun off because he's not as orthodox as other people that he's fought have been you know what I mean I, th- I think the only problem is Derek Lewis is actually surprisingly very hard to Take down and keep down. So Verdun's probably gonna have to try and win the fight in the feet. And oh, I'd rather that. I'd rather that. Yeah. I don't want this going to the ground. If it, go, if it goes on the ground and Verdun can get on top, it's game over. Yeah. Like he's an absolute Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Yeah. Sub- submit a Vador. Six foot what, five. Yeah. Giant. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think realistically, if you're gonna put your house in it, it has to be Verdun for the win. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but if Lewis won the first round knockout, I wouldn't be shocked. That would make it interesting, that would, yeah. make, that would make it interesting. Because uh, Verdun was saying also, like, you're only really see two fights away from a title shot. Yeah, in the heavyweight division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Especially if you're ranked in the top ten constantly like he is. Yeah. Well, he's only going to fight, he's going to win over two top tens in a row. Uh, yeah. Uh, are, are we doing this one again, are we? 
moving on to the flyweight division. Uh, Demetrius Johnson's taking on Ray Borg. Uh, before we actually get into this now, I'm actually so sick of talking about this fight, you know that? I just want to be done and over it, like, and then we can just never talk about Ray Borg again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, I actually like Ray Borg, but if you put him against Demetrius Johnson, he becomes the bad guy. You're never going to be... Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, automatic, yeah, I mean. Yeah, even like John Dodson became the bad guy against Demetrius Johnson. John Dodson's like, couldn't be any more of an oyster yeah. guy. He's actually like, he's almost like the same personality as Demetrius Johnson, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, Demetrius Johnson's the ultimate ice guy in MMA. Yeah. And whenever you fight against him, you become the bad guy. Yeah. Because he's like a little mini superhero. He is Mighty Mouse Johnson. He is, yeah. And at the end of the day, like we said for UFC 215 podcast, <laughs> Demetrius Johnson's better everywhere. He's faster. Yeah. He's more technically gifted. He has more finishes. He has more submissions. He has more knockouts. I just don't see where Ray Borg can better him. So therefore, I just think Demetrius Johnson's going to win. I think he'll probably get a fourth round finish. I think Borg's gonna not realize how fast a pace Demetrius Johnson can set for such a long extended period of time. Because if you look at Demetrius Johnson's record, like he has multiple finishes in the fifth round. Yeah. So it's just like, do you ever see sort of championship fights and they get to throw a fourth and fifth round, and you see both fighters are a bit more tired, and then you know they're they sort of drop the guard a bit more. And I just think against Demetrius Johnson, you have to be on. For all five yeah. minutes of all, all, all five minutes, yeah. yeah, exactly. All five minutes of all five rounds, and I just can't see Borg doing that because I don't think he's ever been in a five round fight. And how many, how, I, many, I how, many no, how many times would he headline a card? Like, really no, now? none. I don't yeah. think he's ever headlined a card, so he's never been in a five round fight. Yeah. And how many times has uh, Demetrius Johnson done it? Like, multiple times, yeah. or even the way like Borg. Like had to go to the doc, the hospital after like his weight cut last time. That's obviously gonna have to play some sort of effect. May not, may not physically, but definitely mentally. Yeah, and he's only had if he was so badly ill and so badly like not able to fight. He's only had about four weeks to get ready for this again. So yeah. he's probably another week recovering, and then you only had three weeks to get ready for this fight. As opposed to Demetrius Johnson, he's perfectly healthy, and then yeah, he just had to like basically do what he was doing for four weeks, four weeks longer, and then just keep going. So, yeah, I just see Demetrius Johnson win on creating history. I see, yeah, I see. Defending his belt for the 11th time. Like, think about how many times now, uh, how long it's been for Ray Borg going to sleep each night thinking about Mighty Mouse Johnson. I say he's just, like, like done with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a long, painful road for Ray yeah. Borg. Yeah. And, like, who's saying the fight even it still takes place? Yeah, I was going to ask you, yeah. what do, you do, do you think you'll, you'll make it, yeah? Yeah, uh, I was looking at the MMA hour today and Ali Abdul Aziz is on it and he's Ray Borg's manager and he says he, he's actually weighing in around 131, 132 pounds at the moment so like you should be on set to make the weight. No, fingers crossed. Moving on to the main event of the evening. Okay, so in the lightweight division aka Conor McGregor's division for the interim for the interim lightweight champion I was going to say lightweight weight for the interim <laughs> lightweight title Tony Ferguson versus Kevin Lee. Um, I think this fight definitely like saves the saves the card. Um, we've been itching to see Tony Ferguson fight since he was last meant to fight Khabib, which was taken away from us unfortunately. for the seventy fourth time. For the seventy fourth time, but uh, Joe you know today offered Khabib Ferguson at UFC two seventeen, and Khabib turned it down. Khabib needs to like not be given toilet when he returns. He needs to fight someone else because he turned down too many fights. Fuck him. But uh, <laughs> Tony Ferguson versus Kevin Lee. Roscoe, take it away, will you? Right. Kevin Lee and Tony Ferguson are vo- both riding from very hot f- uh, fight streaks. Uh, Tony Ferguson has recent wins over um, 
Edson Barboza, Lando Venata, Rafael de Sanjos. He's really yeah. got on a tear as of late. Um, Kevin Lee's most two recent wins are over Francesco Trinaldo and Michael Chiesa. And he fought some Russian cat who I can't remember his name, some Medov or whatever. And he's won his last three fights by rear naked choke. So, very impressive. In terms of stylistic-wise, Kevin Lee is like a ruthless wrestler. And he considers himself to be the best wrestler in MMA. And I wouldn't really hold it against him uh, watch his last couple of fights. He's very aggressive, gets the takedown. And then once he gets on top, he looks very heavy on top. Yeah, He's very, like, thick... And sort of he's sort of shorter and stockier, isn't he? Yeah. And he sort of gets on top of you. He almost has like a lightweight version of a Tyron Woodley built. Ferguson's much longer, yeah, show, yeah. very unorthodox. Sort of has this like he'll even do like these like front rolls to get a takedown. Yeah. But I think Ferguson's problem in this fight will be, and what's gonna have him lose is that he's gonna go for something too risky. And Kevin Lee's going to take advantage of it. And I think he's going to get the win. He's going to try and be too flash. Yeah, he's going to do like a front roll. And then like Ferguson's going to... Or Lee's going to end up just on top of him. Yeah. In like a rear naked choke position. And Ferguson's going to lose. And be like... Crap. Um, There's something about Tony Ferguson that just like irritates me. It's just irritating. me. Is it the way he tries to be so cool? So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, someone was saying the other day that... It was just... Like let's figure it out. Like, yeah, like let's you're, figure it like, out. Fairness, right? Tommy Ferguson must have like a decent amount of money. I'm not saying like a lot of money, but a decent amount of money. Yeah. I just look at him and he tries to be like so slick and so fresh, and I'm just sitting there going like, he looks like he went into Penny's and bought a suit and then got the sunglasses to go with it <laughs> in Penny's, and he's wearing them around and acting as if like he's after dropping five grand in a suit. And I'm just like, you're so absolutely unstylish, and then like. Take off the sunglasses for a start, and <laughs> there's on. something about them that. I'm just... I've been saying this for a fucking months. Taking off the sunglasses, oh, you've, know, been, yeah. you've been there, being like, leave them on. I, I've just got to the stage where I'm just like, I'm just so done with. I'm so done with him, like threatening to fight people. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just yeah, like, I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. stop like saying you're gonna fight everyone, and then it's just like, you haven't fought in so long. There must be like, there must be some opportunity to be like, right, I'll fight. That fella, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it just not happened. I'm just Cowboy. like, oh my god! I know a lot of being Khabib's fault, and I think the tweets being like Team Tiramisu and like just stupid hashtags. I'm just like, you're, it's because he's picking a fight with someone who's not going to show up to fight. So therefore, I have no interest in seeing that. Pick a fight with someone who is going to show up to fight. And now he's got the fight with Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee put his finger in Tony Ferguson's chest, yeah, he did, and yeah. now he's got a fight. That he can't, that like someone's not gonna run away from. So I think I'm Th- actually just supporting Kevin Lee now. Did, did, Tony Ferguson is probably the one guy who acts as if he's the champion more than yeah. any other person in any division, maybe as well. Yeah. Like he's so like, I am the man. But like, what's his biggest win? Dos Anjos, when Dos Anjos was barely even making weight to make that yeah. division. And now he's on a tear up. Yeah, it's a good win over Barbos as well, but yeah, it's just more so. Right. Tony Ferguson actually, I think that Tony Ferguson acts like he's fought after every each weekend, yeah, and then yeah. he's like, "I'll beat another one." In fairness to him, he is very good. Yeah, I oh know he is very good. I do like, I love watching fights. Yeah, yeah. I'm just more so like, oh here I can't. He's just been given too much airtime on TV, yeah, and he's yeah, been yeah. given too much like video time, and yeah. he's been like too. His name has been out there too much yeah. for not being in the ring enough, and he's just, like, "Sorry, mate, you're not Conor McGregor." Like you yeah. know what I mean. He, and like I, I'm gonna watch his interviews. I'm just like, you're actually so stupid. What was he saying? And just, it doesn't even matter what he says. The fact that he just talks for ages and like, there's not one soundbite out of it. Yeah, if that makes right. sense. There's not 
one bit of making sense. Is because and he, then, like, he's put, do you think he's putting on this at this act, yeah? Yeah, and then like he'll win and he'll be like, I'm El Kikui, the boogeyman. <laughs> and it's just, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, he'll go and, he'll go and be like the number one contender and he won't be like, McGregor, you're next. He'll be like, oh, you know, Joe, I'm El Kikui, the boogeyman. <laughs> I was like, what are you trying to do here? Like, are you trying to sound What is he trying to do? I don't know. I feel like he's trying to sound like a Boogeyman t-shirt. Yeah, no yeah. one's going to buy Boogeyman, so glass. <laughs> I'm just sitting there going... Man, he is not fresh. He is I, not fresh. I've never met someone whose been, name has been so talked about and has so much opportunities like, put in front of them. And he's just like... It's, it's, like he's, it's like he's a waiter in a restaurant and he gets to the table and every time he gets to the table, he drops the plate and goes... I can't believe you made me drop the plate. And then goes back to get another plate and goes... <laughs> Oh, I can't believe you made him drop the play. He just drops the ball so often it's actually frightening. Well, the, thi- uh, the thing is, uh, <coughs> I think now the UFC is even more uh, more obvious that they want like quote unquote good looking people, quote unquote people with following, yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. But, the, the, you have to have some, a bit of something about you. It's yeah. not, you don't even have to be overly good looking. It's more so you have to have. It very, that helps. Factor. That yeah. helps. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously it helps. Yeah, but but my point is now that the UFC is sort of like, right, if Kevin Lee comes in now, wins the fight against Tony Ferguson, right? Yeah, Kevin Lee's got it. Yeah, yeah, Whatever yeah, yeah, it that, is, yeah. he's got it. I don't know, 100% agree. But the thing is now, the UFC could be like, right, Tony Ferguson, we, get, we, we replace him with this Kevin Lee guy and who knows what happens next because Kevin Lee has, it, it looks like he has a bit of the X factor about him. I know, I, I know I'm going to completely contradict myself now, but after having this quick chat, I feel like if Kevin Lee beats Tony Ferguson, he enters the realm of getting a Diaz or McGregor fight. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, but I feel like this fight will actually elevate him to being a superstar. I feel like he's one of those people who needs a belt around his waist and he can become a superstar. Yeah. Certain people have not done it. Like, Stephen Miocic won the heavyweight t- champion of the world. Yes, his stock rose, but did he become a superstar? No. Daniel Cormier... Why not? Why not? Why not? It's because he's a bit dry and there's... He doesn't what do you mean? Is, do you not think he's hilarious when he like hangs up on his wife? Not. Yeah, obviously for um, embedded. It's just something about him. It's like Daniel Cormier is, is. He's actually like he becomes too full of himself when he has that belt around his waist. He's not well, he's entertaining. Be, he's like thinks he's a Yoda. He, yeah, but he's. He, I don't know. He, he, there'll be another fight on. And you're like Ray back to himself. You know what I mean? It's oh, yeah. just something about him. Like Cody Garbrandt, you look at him and you're like, oh, he's a superstar. He reads the game well. He gets it right. Even Demetrius Johnson, you're like, oh, he's got his Twitch thing going. You know what I mean? All these fighters, like, they have like a little niche going for themselves. And like, yeah. some just don't. I just don't get Even Bisping, like, he knows he's not the best middleweight in the world, but he's holding on to that goal for as long as he can. And like, I can even respect that. I can see what he's trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just look at some champions and I'm just like, no. Like no. who? Like who? Like... Well, one Tony Ferguson, he gets it, but uh, <laughs> when TJ Dillashaw was champion, I just it was just like TJ Dillashaw was always nice to watch fight, but I never wanted to watch him do an interview. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. There's a lot That's of fighters. I mean. There's a lot of fighters have no interest watching yeah, interviews. Like I don't just, have an inter- interest in watching Steve Bay do an interview. No, I have no interest in watching DC do an interview unless it was about John Jones. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, like Bisping's always inter- interesting interview. Um, I don't overly want to watch Tyron Woodley do an interview about himself, but I like seeing his take on other things. Yeah, yeah. Um, then you look at, like, McGregor's obviously a lightweight champion, and obviously you're always going to watch a McGregor interview. Yeah. Max Holloway, a no overly interesting... Where's he been? Uh, apparently he's having contract disputes. So, yeah, but where, like, you mean... I have no overly interest in watching Max Holloway do an interview. 
Yeah. Will I watch him fight? 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Do I actually have an interest in watching him do an interview? Not really. Like, he's just going to moan that UFC hasn't come to Hawaii yet. That's all yeah, he ever does. Yeah. So, like... Do you remember, remember you wore that gold... Cha- uh, gold... Tie. Yeah. I felt like... Oh, they're all trying. They're all trying. Yeah. Like, you can't dispute that. But it's just sort of like, whoever's in charge of them should have been like, no. Yeah, he'd be better off wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Did you see, by the way, for Doom and... You can have him uh, Hawaii. Yeah. See, for Doom and uh, Tony Ferguson were having a big, like... Oh yeah, I saw that. They had a row. Yeah, did big dispute. And stuff. I thought they actually liked each other before I saw that. I don't know why. They yeah, didn't kept just speaking in uh, Portuguese and stuff. Yeah, and it was just like, like, what are you even doing? Like, oh, yeah, you know what? Just to bring it back, like I remember seeing UFC Japan and like there was someone who spoke a different language and I was watching that post fight and it was like translated from Spanish into English into Japanese I was like this This is the worst who is doing this like what am I watching here so what there was three people standing there yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like oh my god this is absolutely shocking so the, the English man spoke to the the, the Spanish man yeah, who spoke yeah. to the Japanese man yeah I was like oh my god what's going on here so it was literally oh, I was tra- Japanese whispers yeah oh man but uh, sorry bringing it back to the yeah, fight because yeah. this is obviously the fight that's saving the card really yeah. uh, sorry we actually went different. on a rant there saying yeah. how much Tony Ferguson in Egypt Look, I think Kevin Lee's going to be able to take him down and submit him. The one, the one place where I really want to see this fight go <laughs> is on the ground. And I want to see Kevin Lee on top of Tony Ferguson. And then I want to see what happens. Because that's where you're going to see the maximum of... Uh, Both like, their capabilities. Yeah, like the, the them at their peak. Yeah, because Tony Ferguson's supposed to be a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu expert under Eddie Bravo. And then Kevin Lee's got this amazing wrestling game. Yeah. So I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, that's where I want to see it. I was watching Tony Ferguson and the stand-up doesn't look that amazing. Like his punches. Like He sort of takes the punch in the face but sort of keeps going. But, like, I don't think it's actual boxing. Like, yeah, bear in mind, he's, like, when he says the blades, a.k.a. the elbows and stuff, that's good. But just pure stand-up boxing, I think... Even the fact that he says that, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, he, he, Does he try to get sound bites for himself? He's like, the blades. You know what I mean? It's just I, like, I, I, I think he's... he's. I think what makes him so good is that he's crazy. He's lost it. Like, yeah, like what he, he spends too much time with Eddie Bravo. Like, he's lost the plot that yeah, fan. Yeah. But, like, yeah, he has, <laughs> in fairness, he does show good, like, knees and elbows and stuff like that. But he doesn't have, like... And a massive knockout snaddy. No. He doesn't have like one punch knockout power. Yeah. He's almost a bit like Diaz in terms of like he throws a lot of volume yeah. and there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of power behind the shots, but there's a lot of volume. And I wouldn't say he's not I wouldn't say he's a bad striker. I think he's actually quite a good striker, but he's not vicious with knockout power. Right, he's so more he's more technical and more which is weird to say because he's very unorthodox. He'll come at weird yeah. angles. But I think to me, Kevin Lee just reminds me of like a Tyron Woodley. He's got good physical attributes, and I think he's probably the best athlete in the lightweight division. All right, but the thing is, right, this sort of leads on to a different thing now, right? Where I hope that the winner fights Nate Diaz, right? Because the Nate Diaz name is never going to go away with Conor McGregor. Yeah, it's still in the UFC, and in an ideal world. What would be the fight I'd want to see? Kevin Lee versus Nate Diaz or Tony Ferguson versus Nate Diaz? And I think to watch, it would be Nate Diaz versus Tony Ferguson. Yeah. But I Bill. think, yeah, but I think if Kevin Lee fought Nate Diaz, I think Kevin Lee would take him down the ground and win. So, yeah. I, but, but there'd be more uh, like heart, as in like blood. Yeah, it'd be an absolute Tony war. It'd be a war for the ages. First versus uh, Diaz. Yeah, and th- they're the, they're the fights that I want. You know what I mean, so so I, I actually think Tony Ferguson is going to end up winning uh, between Kevin Lee just because he's like have more UFC experience. Uh, Kevin Lee has been really he's like, better catapulted. Than record. Yeah, well. He's, well, like Kevin Lee has been very much catapulted 
to to this fight. Whereas like Tony Ferguson has been like could have got a shot like this about four fights ago. Yeah. But uh, I think Tony Ferguson would be Kevin Lee. You think Kevin Lee would be Tony Ferguson? But the winner will probably fight Nate Diaz. If Nate Diaz wants to wants fight Conor McGregor, he's gonna have to fight one of these. So what fight do you? What what do you? What way do you see that sort of quartet or? What's the way do you see this sort of panning out? I think if Kevin Lee wins, he has a better chance of fighting McGregor. And I think if Ferguson wins, I think McGregor might make Ferguson fight Diaz or McGregor might just fight Diaz instead. Yeah. Because yeah. Tony Ferguson sells no pay-per-views. I know, yeah. At least Kevin Lee can actually do a bit of bit of this back and like he could become a star off McGregor's name. And then obviously, if, he, if McGregor's like, right, I can fight Tony Ferguson with his 70 Instagram followers or I can fight Nate Diaz <laughs> with his one and a half million Instagram followers I'll fight Nate Diaz yeah. and people have already seen that as like holds it's two of the top five UFC pay-per-views of all time Tony Ferguson's never sold a pay-per-view in his life yeah, so like, I, I, yeah right I'll get, get, get what you're saying now but like what do you want to happen what do you want to see happen I'd like to see all four of them fight each other at some stage yeah <laughs> to be honest um, although the more I think about it I don't know whether I've just like caught my mind now that like Tony Ferguson wrecked my head. I, I almost don't want to see him fight um, ever again. No, I don't want to see him fight McGregor. I feel like I'd like to see McGregor Diaz two. That's or three. Sorry, that's the one I want to see most. But I feel like if McGregor fought Kevin Lee, I could see McGregor like knocking him out. Eddie Alvarez thought. I feel like he's that better of a striker. If McGregor fought Kevin Lee. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he could really like tune up on the feet. Uh, Kevin Lee yeah and Kevin yeah. Lee's been oh, no, I, 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 I think that as well it'd be a way yeah. better matchup for McGregor versus Kevin Lee rather than uh, Tony Ferguson yeah because Tony Ferguson is just so like rash or yeah but I feel like Tony Ferguson wild. doesn't really get knocked out and he's, he'd just be like taking yeah. a zombie soil like Diaz yeah he's wild um, uh, other than that I think that's all from the land of fights Phil yeah but there's a few boxing matches announced wasn't there no 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 but uh, overall what you make of the card UFC 16 card Uh, 216 yeah, very watchable. That's what I'll call it. Very watchable. Yeah, in Las Vegas. Also, uh, there was like a ma- massive like mass shooting in Vegas there today. Yeah, I, I know very little details. To be honest. Yeah, supposedly like fifty people died. Over two hundred people got injured. Uh, what the fuck is going on, people? Sort out your brains here, will you? Yeah, we don't need any of that crap. Yeah. Uh, other than that, oh, it's, since the last time we did the podcast, uh, Overeem versus Ngannou was announced as well. That's a massive fight. Can't wait for that. That should be an absolute barn burner. But obviously we'll get to that when it happens. But just letting you guys know it was announced in case yeah. you didn't know it was announced. That's a battle of the big dogs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, also Bellator is on this weekend as well. Um, do you want to just brush over anything before we move on to the football? Um, yeah, Eduardo F- Sant- Eduardo Dos Santos is fighting. He's pretty decent. Uh, Pat Kern's fighting, I think, against Daniel Strauss. There's some decent fights on the card, but no, no one of any major... Influences fighting, or there's nothing that really fights me. Oh, DeSantos is fighting Darian Caldwell, who's a very highly touted prospect, and I'll be interested to see that. But it's a uh, of very little importance in my life. I'll probably look at the results and watch the fights after the events. To be honest. All right. Um, what way do you want to do the football now? It's uh, the Champions League was on last week, the Premier League was on last week, and we're going into the World Cup qualifiers. So do you want to uh, basically do you want to just basically discuss Ireland and then? discuss the Premier League or what you want to do yeah that sounds good I don't think we need to discuss Champions League because everyone saw what happened yeah. and I don't think we need to tell people what happened yeah I don't think people were sitting sitting tight yeah uh, oh well here in the Champions League um, P- 
PSG beat Bayern Bar- yeah, Munich 3 0. talking point, isn't it? Yeah. And Ancelotti got the chop. Yeah, we may as well start off with this then. Yeah. Um, Carlo Ancelotti, as everyone knows, probably definitely one of the top five best managers in the world after getting fired. Possibly top five of all time. Well, I mean, like, Champions League CV. You, you can put an argument yeah. there for him anyway. Yeah, but like, I didn't want to be like top 10. And it's yeah. just like, well, it's like one of the top 20 best managers go. It's like, well, here's you later. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Carl Ancelotti got fired from Bayern Munich. Um, I don't know if you heard, but the, all, the, all the Bavarians were saying that uh, he's not as good as Pep. They all, they all miss the Pep, uh, the Pep style of managers. But if you, actually, if you actually remember, people were slating Pep for not winning the Champions League as well with Bayern Munich. So... Uh, in a world of football where people just constantly want to win, like where's the happy medium? You know what I mean? I think Bayern Munich is, seems like a hard place to go because like winning the league isn't enough there. You have to they have to try and win the Champions League yeah. there basically because they're too used to win the league. Yeah. And if you look at Ancelotti's TV, he's like won the Premier League. I'm pretty sure he's won the Liga. He's won the Serie A. He's yeah. won the Bundesliga. He's won multiple Champions Leagues. And I'm just sitting there going, yes, firing him. Like okay, if that's what you want to do, fine. But you have to have take a, a big look and like see what's out there. I, yeah. I see they've already replaced him, and I don't even know who the, the fella is who they replaced him with. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know who your man's name is, but that probably says it all. Really, well, the fact that like I saw a I picture of the fella and I didn't know who always, he was. They always been fully replaced. Yeah. Well, I saw a picture of some breaking nails. What? With some like some fella with shaved head, and I, uh, they were like, "This, this is the new replacement." And I didn't know who he was. Now I don't know whether that was a paper headline they were saying he was uh, getting in, but maybe yeah. no, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I don't anymore. think it was named. Put it this way: the next hot job that comes available in football, like Ancelotti, is going to be the one who's called in for. Yeah, they also the, the Palace job. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roy Hodgson be getting the chop. Um, they're also Bayern Munich were giving out that like Robin and Ribery don't start. Oh yeah, yeah, but like they're thirty three and thirty four. Yeah, so I don't know. Also, it's funny how you mentioned Crystal Palace. They're the only team in the, uh, the whole of Europe that haven't scored in the league yet. I'm not surprised. Yeah, well, you don't mind, but I mean, that's a shocking stat. And you know I won again 4-0 against them. So, is there is there any Premier League job that's going to come up that Conte can get? Uh, or sorry, not Ancelotti. I was actually, I was about to say, like, if Conte wants to get out, yeah. he could actually go, go they could do a swap. Swap, yeah. Yeah, because, I don't know, Conte always, there's always weird rumours going around about Chelsea, isn't there? Sometimes yeah. I don't get it because sometimes you see them playing, they all look delighted with life, and then yeah. so, and then next thing you know, they all hate each other. It was uh, you see, Conte wanted what what's sort of going on is like Conte wanted to get players to come in now, sort of the way the way Ferguson brought in Van Persie to like play well now. Yeah. Whereas like Chelsea are like, no, we want players to that are gonna be they're gonna suit the club, not suit you. You know what I mean? Because yeah, they're gonna be in third, the upper people who are in charge. But uh, Man City playing um, Chelsea there in the weekend, like that was that was a serious serious game. Very high standard football. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne comes in and scores one like an unbelievable goal. Um, he's potential. You see the thing is I don't. Yeah, yeah. He, he'll never be as good as Messi, Ronaldo, but like he has potential to be up there in that top five he, best he, players in the world. The way I look at him, he comes somewhere in between Tony Cruz and Luka Modric. Somewhere in between them, as in like he has that like good passing ability, but he also has that creative yeah. flair. But he's more of like uh, Tony Cruz stature, yeah. but he uh, he has that. Shot and he's sort of a total package, really. Yeah, he, he, is, he yeah. could play anywhere in midfield. If you have to put him on the left wing, he'd do a very good job at left wing. If you have to play him center midfield, he'd do a good job in center midfield. If you have to play him out right, he'll do a good job out right. He's just one of those players who's 
so good that once you have him on the pitch, he will do create some sort of. Impact. He's an absolute weapon. Yeah, I mean, some of his deliveries are just Tony Cruz esque. I think Tony Cruz probably gives the best balls, doesn't he? Yeah, no, I'd, I'd say Tony Cruz is the most accurate passer. Yeah, and in, then like he's in the world. He's yeah. like right up there. I think he's only about twenty four, is he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Apparently, I saw something on Facebook now. It could be complete lie, but apparently Thibaut Courtois. Or no, Kevin De Bruyne's expert like cheated on him with Kevin or Thibaut Courtois, and then yeah. he scored the winner against Thibaut Courtois. Apparently, that was a thing. But like, yeah. they're both playing for the Belgium national side, so I doubt they hate each other that much. Yeah, they probably hate Fellaini. Yeah, <laughs> fair play to Marwan Fellaini. He's yeah. got two goals over the weekend. Scoring man. a brace. Jeez, man, he's on fire. I don't want to sell him now. He's he, he, man, he's become a cold hero. Yeah, from being like Mourinho's made everyone, all the fans change their opinion. How could he do that? I don't know because. When I see him come on, I'm like, oh no, and then he plays well, I'm like, no, it's like a running joke, isn't it, Fellaini? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, but it's like, it's the joke that never gets old. No, it's absolutely incredible. Is there, is there anything else <laughs> over the Premier League you wanted to... <coughs> Lukaku got in the score sheet again, absolutely incredible. Hard Crane scored a brace as well. Um, just, in my opinion, after seeing that weekend, they're the two top strikers in the Premier League. Yeah. We've actually put a post up on Instagram as well and people were giving their say. Uh, yeah. The funny thing after it all, Lukaku actually has scored one goal more than Harry Kane in the league. Yeah, I feel like Kane, because he's English, will always get more uh, plaudits, but Lukaku scored, what, 10 goals in 9 games? He's breaking all the records that United for arriving there anyway. Yeah. He, it's, a, it's almost a bit reminiscent of when we got Robin Van Persie that this one player could actually win us the league by the amount of goals he'll score for us. It's... It's very impressive. Uh, after this week's internationals, United are actually playing Liverpool at Anfield. But we're obviously not going to go too far. Uh, Ireland are taking on Moldova this Friday in the World Cup qualifiers in the Aviva Stadium. And then we're actually travelling over to Wales on the Monday to play in the final game that Ireland have to win as well. Um, Before we start, Barry. Yeah. How many Moldova players can you name? Uh, I actually was thinking that earlier. I don't think I can name any man. No, neither can I. But off the top of my head now, if I if you gave me a look at the team sheet now, I might like remember one. We remember one, but yeah. Um, look, I expect nothing more than the win against Moldova. Anyway. Yeah. The Wales game was so up in the air, and there's talks of Bale being injured. Yeah. There's talks of him being fit. Who knows? You, all the time you see people play these mind games where they're like, "Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo's injured," and then come day game day, he's like, "Starting lads." Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Wales are actually playing Georgia at 5 o'clock on Friday, so by the time the Ireland game kicks off against Moldova, we'll know what's going on. Myself and Ross are actually going to the game, and we may have tickets to give away for the match as well. But I don't like the way Ireland could beat Wales and beat Moldova and still not qualify. That's the thing, man. I don't it's, like that. It's, it's very messy. Yeah. Do you want to explain what's going on, just so if people don't understand? So, I think there's 10 groups in Europe. And the winners of all 10 go through. Yeah. And then the top eight go into a playoff. And then four teams will advance out of the best second place teams. Yeah. So the Irish group are actually quite low on points in, in regards That's to other thing, points. Yeah. So we're actually not guaranteed to, even if we win both games, to actually get a qualifier spot. Yeah. So uh, I think in terms of the groups that are available, I don't really perceive, I think there's one or two groups that are very hard groups that you don't want to get. I, I don't know them off the top of my head, but I think there's like Italy and Spain in the same group and you don't really want to draw <laughs> them in the qualifier. True, yeah. Although we've already beaten Italy in, in the Euros before, so bring them on. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the way it's not like set in stone. 
Yeah. But like either way, I think everyone's just looking taking a one match at a time. I think that's the only thing really you can do. Yeah. Go out, beat Moldova. Like slap them around the place, yeah. literally. Like uh some players in certain great form, uh Jeff Hendricks got a winner there in the weekend for Burnley. With an assist from Stephen Ward. There you go. Uh Robbie Brady there Robbie Brady scored a great free kick in the League Cup last week. Um who else are we looking at? Like, um, Harry Arthur looks like he might be fit for it there, and then uh, Duffy playing centre back for Huddersfield yeah. I think they have four clean sheets if I'm not yeah. mistaken like. yeah doing very very, very well um, like I mean yeah, Jen James clean every time he puts on the green jersey does great for us as well and oh Aidan McGeady scored I don't know if he's going to be in the squad or not but he scored a goal there for uh, Preston oh, oh no he scored against Preston whoever he's at now he's at Sunderland oh is he I think so yeah and he scored against Preston. He did the Emmanuel out of Bjork. He ran the whole way down the pitch and ran into the Preston North End and did, didn't uh, slow it. That, uh, that's obviously a lie. Man, I swear to God, that's true. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I didn't think he could like be against Preston that bad, but like, he was only there for, what, two years? Did he actually do that? Yeah. Jesus, be harsh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but okay. Who so, cares? He scored. Yeah, true, yeah. But, uh, right, so Moldova on Friday. We have to go out and beat them. Myself and Ross are going to the game. So, uh, we'll have the same jerseys on again. Yeah. So like, if you want to message us or not, whatever, we'll be we'll be there and we'll be celebrating. The one the one thing that I don't like about the Aviva Stadium is the fact that you can't actually bring a beer out for the match. But at the rugby matches, you can bring the beers out. Yeah, and also there's no signal in the kip and sponsored by three. Yeah, the signal in the in the Aviva is terrible. Yeah, don't try don't try and ring your mom when you're in the Aviva. Yeah, uh, myself and Ross also discussed this, and because Ireland are playing Wales on the Monday. Um, we're going to do the podcast on Tuesday and yeah. released on the Wednesday yeah because then we'll know the full what's happening who we could play who we won't play and give a whole reassessment what's going on really but uh, and we might have a very good photo to deliver the podcast <laughs> might have might have might have but, might uh, have one or two things up our sleeve yeah so Ross well, okay before we move on the Irish football team Two big games. What do you think? What What are you sort of expecting here? And realistically, like, I think the biggest. What? What? what, what sorry, sorry, I'm sorry for cutting across you, but right now, percentage wise, what do you say? What do you say the percentage of us actually qualifying is? I'd say we're at thirty percent. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, hopefully at least fifty. But like, no, I'd say we're at thirty percent, and this is why. Okay, we beat Moldova, yeah. and then we go up to forty percent. Okay, but the problem is, is we're playing Wales in Wales. Both, both teams need to win but the real major thing is that both teams actually need to win so the draw suits neither team yeah and well if, obviously them more like. yeah well a draw, no it wouldn't because they'll need to win because they'll need the points tally to get up as well yeah 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 I get uh, you, otherwise yeah. they'll finish the thing so hopefully the Welsh game will be an excellent game so therefore it'll be a bit, bit more attacking and both teams will be going for it I can't believe we didn't beat them in Dublin remember we yeah. were all over them and then like uh, isn't that what Seamus Coleman broke his leg yeah. wasn't it fucking bastards yeah, so we need to... Sheep checking bastards! We need to make sure <laughs> we beat the Welsh. I don't really know what more to say about it. Yeah, yeah. And I think if we beat Wales, I think we have a 70% chance of actually being picked. I feel like with two games to go, if we win the last two, well then one of the other two, two teams is going to have to... Or one of the other teams in the other group is going to have to slip up somewhere. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping anyway. We're going to have to swear it. We'll be paying the hole if we beat both games and then lose and then don't get the qualified. Yeah, like, oh, like, what's the point of these yeah, games? Don't do, that, don't, do that, don't do that to us. Don't do that. Yeah, uh, and I expect to beat Moldova by at least two goals. At least two goals. Yeah, man, they, they obviously have nothing. No, I'd only be losing to Moldova. 
Molly Molly Dover, Molly Molly Dover. Um, is, there, is there anything else in football you want to discuss? Because realistically, this, this is the sole focus until the Premier League comes back. Cause yeah, I actually forgot there was no Premier League this weekend. It was there... Who else? Who else played over the weekend? Arsenal won two or two three nil, didn't they? They're playing Brighton, I think. Um, Arsenal won two nil against Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, may well just, I may as well just go over the fixtures just to, just to, to round it all off. Huddersfield lost four nil to Tottenham. Solid. Kane. Solid. Harry Kane. We bang them in. I like the, I like the way I like the way he's doing well. He's scoring the goals. The thing is, Spurs don't. I don't really know what's going on. I think he's going to become too big for him, you know that? Yeah, no, I think he is. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go to Real Madrid. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd be Chris Palace 4 0. Question. Um, when did Chris Palace score their first goal? Do you think they can go 10 games, 10 losses? Yeah. And they're playing Man-, Man City next. Oh, no, they're playing Chelsea next. If they, if they go 10 games, 10 losses, does Hodgson get sacked as well? Hit the panic station button, like, you know. I feel bad. I feel bad for a few players at the club because there's people like Zaha and like Loftus Cheek at the club, and they're like definitely like Premier League worthy they're, players. They're out injured for that. Yeah, game. and Benteke was out as well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but I don't think it would have made a difference. To them like they're still lost. But yeah, maybe three nil. <laughs> yeah, now, we're just we're just like making it seem better than it is. Yeah, uh, Stoke beat Southampton two one. Um, Peter Crouch back in with the winner. Like I mean, he's actually scored a few goals. Yeah, sign him up yeah. or what? Yeah, Harry Redknapp was uh, onto him, asked him from Birmingham contract. And he said he's going to score a few goals here instead. He's just a, he's mental. West Brom drew with Watford two all. Um, Watford actually scored the equaliser in the ninety fifth minute. That the Coru fella is actually doing alright for Watford. And what's the name of that Brazilian fella they have? He's supposed to be alright as well. Or Rickard Rickardson or something. Yeah. Uh, West Brom like their defenders just love to score goals as well. Yeah, Johnny Evans. Rondon actually scored a great goal in that game as well, actually. Uh, West Ham beat Swansea 1-0. Sacco in the 90th minute. Yeah, so Swansea could be in trouble. I think they are in trouble, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Just The team's not great. Yeah, but that game, Chelsea versus Man City. Um, Murata, you see, that, that game was going very, very well uh, for both teams, to be honest. Very good football. And then Murata got taken off. Uh, he got injured. He's now out for six weeks. Do you hear that? Oh jeez, yeah. that's not great for And the thing is, right, after Batashui scoring the winner against Atletico Madrid that week, in the like last minute winner, they did they brought on Willian instead, apart from bringing Batashui, which if you think about it Terrible knock for his confidence for yeah. start. I suppose he's done everything right, he scored a hat trick in the League Cup as well. He scored four goals in the last two games for Chelsea. And it's like It's like Willian And Batashui's like Sorry, did you say Badashui? No, Willian. <laughs> Badashui, get Willian's jersey there for But uh, that's, that's, I mean, if you're Badashui, like, what are you thinking, you know? It, that, that just makes it look like Morata was Chelsea's only hope, and then Conte was like, right, we'll play for the draw. Yeah, he's probably going to want to leave now, isn't he? Yeah. Sloppy. Yeah, Arsenal beat Brighton 2 0. Well, uh, in fairness, Crystal Palace are looking for a goal scorer if you if, uh, fancy the move. He wants to stay in London. I'm oh, sorry, Duffy plays for Brighton, not, not Huddersfield. What am I shouting about? I actually don't know which one you said. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, they're sort of the same, really. Yeah, they're both shite. <laughs> Even though Huddersfield are doing all right. But oh, they're, they're still, like, still terrible side. Yeah, no, yeah, but Huddersfield actually do have four <coughs> uh, four clean sheets. And, uh, yeah, because they're goalkeepers. Oh, they're not Liverpool, a goalkeeper. Liverpool oh, Coutinho scored a great goal. Yeah. Absolutely class finish. What, what, what do you think of Rafa's masterclass won all against Liverpool, man? Um... That Newcastle side is so poor and then I can't believe Liverpool yeah. couldn't put them away. So I, I don't really know what to say, but... Liverpool fans are I feel, I feel bad for them because they're up and down like yo-yo they'll, they'll go out and beat Watford 6-0 and then they'll draw one all with Bournemouth the next week and it's just an absolute disaster 
And then Everton's misery continues out. They're actually fighting a relegation battle. I know, bombs. man. Yeah. What? 140 million. It's like, let's, let's go fight relegation. When, when did... Is... When did when does Koeman get cut? Because like yeah, because he was told to be the next Barcelona manager, and now he's like fighting relegation. So he spent that money so badly. I was listening yeah. to the Sunday Supplement podcast, and they were like, they have Rooney. Well, they got Rooney in, and then they spent like forty five million on Sigerson, and then Klassen they bought as well. Like what? What? Like why did they buy all these players in the same position? Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Uh, I think the players they bought were all of the same standard as well. Yeah, as opposed to if they bought if they bought Lacazette. That would have been a better move, yeah. an actual goal score, especially considering they're getting seventy five million for Lukaku. So not of like it's literally the exact same blueprint as what Spurs got for Gareth Bale. Yeah. Well, they not have just been like right, we should just buy like four top of the range players rather than like ten lads that are just like the same standard. Obviously. Yeah, they should have been like right, we never replaced John Stones. We we'll get a good centre half in. We we'll get a top notch centre midfielder in. Yeah. They should have got Curtis and that's no problem. I don't mind the picking up Bruni because I got him for nothing. And they should have been like, right, we're gonna get a striker who's gonna be our striker for the next five, six years. Yep. Yeah, but then, the, then they're using man the ass, who uh, also like didn't even have a locker. Yeah, yeah. He was he was kicked out of the change room yeah. basically, and then saved Kuma's job. Yeah. Now they're like, oh, stay. <laughs> <laughs> Does he score two goals one time? Doesn't actually mean he's very good, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, I know what you mean. In fairness, Jerome Calvert Lewin is seems to be like the only prospect coming out of Everton at the moment. Yeah. But I, I don't know, it looks very bleak for Everton. But they're still a good squad of players. No, no, very good squad, yeah, but it's just but like it's just, it's, once it makes it start at eleven they look a lot worse. Yeah, there's no backbone to the team. No, not really at all. Um That's what it wraps up the football. Uh also Leinster won over the weekend as well. Yeah. Uh they're actually playing Leinster versus Munster is on the Aviva on Saturday as well. Yeah, we'll be cheering for the boys in blue, obviously. Yeah. It's it's weird the way any other time Munster be playing, we'd be cheering Munster as well, but as soon as they come against Leicester, we're like, hey, Munster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, just that, it's just that rivalry, isn't it? Yeah, you can't beat it. Although they do sort of push each other on. It's sort of like yeah. the Messi-Ronaldo effect. Yeah, no, it is. It's important to see both sides do well anyway. I, I, like, I would not be happy anyway if Munster were doing crap anyway. So, no, yeah. no, no, sure. Like, Peter Manny, absolute legend. Lions legend. Yeah, so all that really matters now is... The football on Friday that's the next big that's thing. The thing yeah you can only really focus on that yeah uh, international break they're, they're actually so good but yet yeah, so painful because I, I actually love the Premier League so much but the international breaks are only good if Ireland are doing well so we need Ireland to do well yeah wasn't that um, any plans for this week Baz I'll have to go back training tomorrow anyway yeah um, so back training and back uh, at the football yeah, going to football Friday, on Friday. Yeah, Friday. So guys, we'll keep you updated very, very shortly on what is going on for the football. Yeah, and then hopefully on the next podcast we can actually like go over exactly what has to be done because I don't want to have to turn around and be like, can't believe we lost Moldova, and then be, imagine we lost Moldova, beat Wales. It's like what? If you if we lose Moldova, it would be uh, like a two minute podcast on how shy Ireland are because I, <laughs> I I don't think we need to explain to you how shit yeah, we are if we yeah, lose yeah. To Moldova. Yeah. No one's going to want to tune in and listen to us losing, are they? No. Well, oh, like, we're going to have the toilet like Ross won the lotto. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully they do, actually. That reminds me you play the Euro Millions tomorrow. Like. Yeah, play the Euro Millions, yeah. Right, guys, so thanks again for listening. Yeah. If you're listening, give it a like. Hit the subscribe button on SoundCloud. Tell your mate, tell your ma, tell, tell your friends, tell someone. Put in your WhatsApp group. And as always... STAY ENERGIZED!